Welcome to the Believe in Pod. Give us a follow on Twitter at Believe in Pod. We are brought to you today by the House of Hoodies. Give them a follow at House of Hoodies and check them out online at thehouseofhoodies.com. Use our code Believe for 15% off your order. I am your host, Jared. I will be joined weekly by my co-hosts, Char and JB, to give you the latest on the brownies and news around the NFL. Today, we are bringing you episode one. I hope you enjoy. Go brownies. We good. All right. So, Patriots game. Start off the Patriots game 27-13 last week. Uh, fumbles, penalties, once again the story. What are you two's takeaways from that? You can't give the best coach, the best quarterback, the best team – all the advantage that they can have. You just can't do it. You're not going to come out on top no matter what happens. And the Patriots have a historically good defense. Like, they make teams fuck up with just – like, they have, they lead the league in, like, interceptions, fumbles, like, pretty much every metric. This year, it's, I mean, and even this year, they're better than they have been on defense. I mean, this year, historic, number-wise, they're the best defense yeah. ever. But if you think about it, even with that great defense, Nick Chubb ran wild still. Nick Chubb was, did? He, he did. He did his thing. He got to hold on to the ball. Though. Yeah, he game. has to hold on to the ball. Finish the first one run. was awful with Tonio's kicking it out. The second one, hell of a play. Hell of a play, but you could see it coming from a mile away. I, thought, I, I thought know, it was a house call, but yeah. also that thing is the bright side. How Nick Chubb is the best running back in the NFL right now. I second that. And he, he just looks great. We got Kareem Hunt coming back any week and put him in the slot with Odell, Jarvis. Hopefully Hollywood is back soon. Callaway, still not a fan, but he's decent. Um, <laughs> like Ricky, like Ricky at tight end. Um, but the penalties are just terrible, and I know Freddie keeps saying he doesn't coach penalties, but... Something's got to give. That's awful. Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Come on, bud. Personally, personally big Freddy guy. Big Freddy guy. I like Freddy. Uh, I like the defense. It's been awesome. With, I mean, look what they've done. The Patriots had one drive where they scored. Uh, their offense moved the ball. Other than that, you know, it was, it was our turnovers. Yes, it was awful. And that one drive was just Tom Brady being Tom Brady. Um, but, yeah, Freddy. We'll just go to Freddy then since you brought him up. Uh, we ran a poll on Twitter. We had over 700 of you guys vote, and the majority said not to fire Freddie and to keep him for at least a season. And I agree. I like Freddie. I love the way he interviews, and it is his first year. We got to remember first year coaches usually historically struggle. Look at everybody else in the NFL. Nobody's really winning other than LaFleur, and he has Aaron Rodgers. So, what do you guys think about Freddie Kitchens? I think Freddie's super green. But I think, yeah, we just need to be patient, ride the guy out. we got a good team on paper. And if we don't see any progress by the end of the season, then we reevaluate things. But if we fire him in the middle of the season, that would be our classic aughts Browns That's move. That's typical Browns. Yeah. Fire, move on, that, and have to rebuild and start a brand new system. And then we're doing the same process with and another guy. Why did you have a second-year quarterback? We got a brand new team, really. So really just got to leave the time. And, and the last nine games they play – we're going to Denver, then they have the Bills, the Steelers twice, the Dolphins, the Bengals twice, the Cardinals, and the Ravens. That is a very wonderful schedule. I think 9-7 and seven gets you in the playoffs in the AFC. Oh, yeah. AFC like is soft. Well, the Ravens weren't here. When do you the division? It's, I think they, but look what they did It'll be Baltimore. close. I mean, That's true. I where's, think it's, it's possible. Where's Baltimore at 5-3 and three now? I'd have to look at the rest of their schedule. I'm not sure of Baltimore, but I like our chances to beat them again. I the think we oh, match yeah. up well against them, but unfortunately we're not playing them every week. So they're going to keep winning. I don't I don't know if we can match it. Got it. They have to play New England this week, so that'll be interesting to see. Also, just going back to the penalties, um, I don't know if you guys saw Baker say that they cannot get a cadence down. 
that they don't know how to do any of the cadence. They can just have one, just the one snap. Um, that's pretty embarrassing for professional football players that our line can't handle a cadence. Um, I don't I know think how the heck that happens. That's also an indictment on Freddie. He needs to step up and get the troops in line. You can't have that on a football team. A, pro- a professional football team, and you can't get a cadence but down. But at the same time, like, I, I mean, Freddie does have to do something for discipline, but he can't. Everybody's on Freddie about all these turnovers. Like, Freddie can't hold on to the ball. I, I understand Freddie's not playing. He's he's merely the coach, but I mean. Do we but, think Freddie must give up the play calling? That's a not, very not, big debate. I don't think so yet. Not yet. I thought after the Rams game, I was ready to say give it up. After Seattle um, and even New England, I like it. I like the play calling in Seattle a lot. A lot of people didn't like the little play to Jarvis in the end zone where he clearly scored, and they reviewed it and said he did not, even though the rules analysts disagreed which they never do. I love that play call. I know people didn't, and I thought he called a great game the last few weeks, and I don't think he should give it up. I and mean, that's what the guy's been known for, is play calling. That's why Baker loves him. That's why John Dorsey hired him. I think you got to keep rolling the dice. And like Char said earlier, just uh, reevaluate at the end of the year. Just let it go. Just don't change stuff right now. Um, so speaking of the play call and everything, and our quarterback, Baker, he has been pretty, um, he's been in the news a lot, <laughs> and people are pretty hard on him because he likes to talk, as we know, which I'm all about. I love how the way him and Freddie carry themselves. They are confident dudes, and I think that's awesome, especially for a time like Cleveland. Um, so what do we think about Baker? I personally think Baker against New England played his best game of the season, and I know he had the one interception, which was just... Um, <laughs> Let's just not talk about that play. We'll move on from that. Uh, so, Baker, what are your guys' takes on Baker Mayfield this season? Baker is my boy, first of all. Let me get that out there. All the Baker haters out there, give the man time. This is his second year in the NFL with a first-year head coach. Everything's new. The O-line sucks. We know that. But you got to give the man a chance, you know. Give the man a chance. And we got to note, too, he's faced – like, he's faced two – defenses that have been two of the most dominant defenses like of a decade with the Niners and Pats. He's had a couple other brain fart games, but I mean, I'm willing to give him that cuz he's he's shown enough slides of upside potential where he's he's a building block for the future. I just definitely our franchise quarterback. Um, he, he there's no doubt about that. Anybody saying the, that Baker's not um as he always says, you're either with us here in Cleveland or you're not. So you need to get out if you're not with Baker because um, he's our guy. And just If you don't like him, we can go back to Kaiser and you can be miserable with that. How about how, how would that be? I mean, we got to stick with Baker. Um, I think he's the guy and he's learning a lot. He, a lot of people are throwing different schemes at him. He's second year, um, like JB said, and we just got to keep rolling with him. Um, the offensive line, that was brought up too. So we can talk about that. Personally, I don't think it's as bad as it's been perceived. He's had a few bad games. I think the rotations we put in after the bye week, I think it looked pretty good in New England, ran all over them. So offensive line, do you guys think it's good? You wish we would have made a move and got Trent Williams? Um, what do you guys take on the offensive line? I definitely think there's room for improvement. I don't know if we necessarily needed to go after a Trent Williams because they were asking for a lot back. Denzel, not, that's not happening. Not giving up Denzel. They were out of their mind for that. Not giving up a first-round pick. He's 31, hasn't been on a football field in a while. Um, I'll pass on him. There are several serviceable linemen in the league, though, that we could have made a move at. I wish we would have, but at the same time, don't give up stuff. And like I said, I think it's getting better. I think that rotation, uh, benching Greg, um, it seemed interesting, but he is very inconsistent. We've heard Joe Thomas say it, and I'm going to trust anything Joe Thomas says about an offensive line. 
Um, Char, what do you think about the offensive I, line? I actually got a spin zone, but you speak of Joe Thomas. Cleveland should bring him in as, like, their line guy. Okay, I thought you were going no. a different direction. No, uh, no, just, not back to play. Saying, he's done. Yeah, he's yeah, he because yeah, it's weird. They like lose weight when they retire, but yeah, he but he like because he football IQ wise on the line, who better to bring in than him? Cleveland loves him, so he'll get a long leash. Yeah, first he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, he still follows the team. I feel like just bring him in if that's something he'd want to do. I I'm not against that. I love Joe. Um, definitely Hall of Famer. Best one of the best ever. I think Joe's content watching the games though. He's, he's funny. He's hilarious on Twitter. He's got a good social media presence. He's great on Cleveland Browns Daily. Um, yeah, but I, I think they're getting better. I think everybody's improving. And uh, Char said earlier how we played some great defenses. I don't know if you guys saw, but they did have the – they were tied for the toughest front half of the schedule in the NFL. So I think that says enough. I know I said before the year I wanted this to be 4-4 four and four halfway through. Uh, I'm sitting at 2-5 and five right now. Fully expecting to be 3-5 and five after going into Denver which is a little behind, but like we said earlier, honestly, 9-7, and seven, I think, get you in the playoffs. 8-8 eight and eight might even get you in the playoffs, and I think they go at least 9-7. and seven. Well, I want to go back to what we were talking about earlier with the line, and this is the overlapping theme of the season. Everyone's young. we got second-year quarterback, first-year head coach, and like you said, they're improving. That's the main – as much as we wanted to say – uh, this was going to be a Super Bowl year. That was absurd. At, at our, at our most hype moment, hype, hype Super train. Bowl year. Choo, choo. Was, we're, we're coming we're back to reality clear. now. This is clearly going to be a building year. As much as we hate to say it, it's a building year. But the main thing is I, they're getting better week by week. If they get in the playoffs, though, it is a rebuild. It's a rebuild whole process. And honestly, like, what are we rebuilding? Like, We haven't been good in a long time. Yeah. haven't been in the playoffs in a long time. If we get to the playoffs this year, I don't care what anybody says, that is a huge step for this team. And you cannot get rid of Freddie. I don't think you should. I think Freddie needs at least two years. I mean, we gave Hugh way too much. <laughs> Hugh had two point some years. Man. That was so bad. Right, and uh, we have we have twice as many wins this year as Hugh had in two years. <laughs> I think what Hugh had a total of three, and we're at two, so we're, we should be at three next week. Um, improvements, all I ask. I mean, that's just what it is. The penalties are obviously extremely frustrating. Um, I do think Baker looked great in New England. Like I said, that's a great secondary he went against too. Um, we'll go to a little lighter note then. We'll go off the Browns for a little bit and talk NFL. We're going to pick, we have five games from this week, our top five games. We have the Texans and Jags in London, which is at 9.30 a.m. We have the Vikings at Kansas City. We have the Bears going against the Eagles in Philly. The Colts going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. And we have the Pats going to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Um, so we'll start off with Texans, Jags, and London. An early kick at 9.30 a.m. Vegas is saying Houston by one and a half. What do you guys think? Give me a second here. With the internet. So All right. So I like Deshaun Watson have played great on offense, but with J.J. Watt going down, that defense is going to give Minshew Mania way too much time and Jacksonville's going to their second favorite home, London. <laughs> The past, like, the recent past, they have done very well in London and shit on teams that are on paper much better. I love the Jags this game. I like the Jags defense. Uh, big Josh Allen fan. He is the real Josh Allen in the NFL. But I am still taking the Texans. I Deshaun Watson, that's my guy. 
is very good. Um, it's time for them to finally start just piecing it together, and they're going to get hot again like they did last year. So I'm going Texans over Jags in London. JB, what's your pick? I'm also going with the Texans here, uh, as much as Char loved the Jags. Uh, the only... The only sneaky thing I can see here is the fact that it is in London and the Jaguars are so used to being there. Um, that might give them a slight advantage, but I mean, on, I get the game's not played on paper, but on paper, if you look at this, the Texans mop the floor with Jacksonville. So we have two Texans and one Jags. So on to the next one, we have the Vikings going to Arrowhead at 1 p.m. So I'll just say it is not a primetime game. That should factor into your decision with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> the spread is currently a pick in Las Vegas. And like I just said, I'm going Vikings. Because Kirk Cousins, when he's not on primetime, good. When he's on primetime, just very bad. Very bad. So I'll take Minnesota. Um, Char, who do you have? What is our forecast with Mahomes' ankle? Is Mahomes' we, ankle coming home? Uh, well, his, his knee is, I don't know. I know he did practice, so we'll see. So, I mean, his knee did pop out of place, so that's pretty gross, but uh, he seems fine. I don't know, so we'll see. All right, so until further notice, I'm going to go with the Vikings. They just seem like one of the most complete teams. Basically, they'll take them as far as Kirk lets them go. Which isn't going to be very far, which is why I am picking the Chiefs in this game. I, the Vikings to me, might be the worst six and two football team of all time. But won't. Yeah. I will say with even Mahomes though, even if he is playing, he will be he'll be dinged up. And when they played mm-hmm. Indianapolis, he did have an the, ankle issue and he struggled and they lost. Yeah. And now he's got the knee and the ankle is probably still messed up. So that's interesting to watch. Um, so we have, what you take the Vikings for now. Take him the Vikings. So we have two Vikings and one Chiefs. So the way the Chiefs played the Packers last week was inspiring to me. I thought they were going to get mopped without Patrick, but they, I mean, they played a good game. They did, so we'll see. We'll just put on that one, too. And on to the next one, we have the Chicago Bears, who are a massive disappointment, <laughs> um, going to Philly to play the Eagles. And that is a current five-point spread in Philadelphia's favor, um, according to Las Vegas. Um, so we'll start with you this time, JB. Yeah, I'm going with the Eagles here. There's not too many teams that I would pick the Bears to win against at this point in the year. So as long as you're not the Jets or the Dolphins, I, whoever you are, I'm picking you if you're playing the Bears. All right. Char, what are you thinking? I've got to go with the Bears because the Eagles were also in shambles before this week, and are we really buying one Buffalo win? That secondary's bad. This will be the game, like, if Trubisky doesn't figure it out this game, if I'm Chicago, it's chase time. Uh, it might be and I th- and chase time this week anyway. I the fans <laughs> I, want him very badly, um, I, so that's interesting. I think, I think Chicago will stay competitive. The Philadelphia offense has been banged up, not played well. I think Chicago can keep this within at least five. They'll keep it within three, but their kickers probably won't hit a kick to put them over. They're going to lose. They they might cover, but they're going to lose. So who are you taking? Taking I'll take take the Bears. Outright or against the spread? Outright. This is just winning. We're just talking. Oh, just winning? Yeah, still give me the Eagles, but I like (laughs) the Bears to cover there. Okay, so you got the Eagles winning, but the Bears to keep it within five. I am taking the Bears straight up as an upset. Oh. Um, I think it's just time, and that defense, although it had a few bad outings, is still pretty nasty. So I will go with Chicago with the upset. Um, game number four this week, 
the surprising Indianapolis Colts go into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Right now, Vegas uh, has gone back and forth between a pick them and Indianapolis being a one-point favorite. Um, right now, I see it at one, so we're going to talk about it like that. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to say keep, they're going to keep rolling, even though the Steelers do have a good defense. Um, Jacoby's not bad, and I do not believe in Mason Rudolph ever. So I'm going Colts. JB, who do you have? I'm also going with the Colts. Um, they just seem to grit things out week by week. I know uh, they've had a couple close ones where they probably should have won. Jacoby, he's weird to me. Like he, he doesn't have terrible games, but he's not out there lighting it up. I think if he starts to get going, they're going to be a dangerous team. He's a uh, he's an old school guy. Those stat lines back in the day, people would lose their minds. But nowadays, how much everybody throws the ball, it's not as impressive. But he is just a solid quarterback. Um, are they the most surprising team in football? I mean, Andrew Luck retires in the preseason, and they are, they're, they're looking good. I mean, I know the Niners are undefeated, and their defense has been very good, they, but Indianapolis has to be up there. I think uh, San Fran's 1A, the Colts are 1B for most surprising team in the NFL. I can go with that. The Colts have surprised me with Luck retiring. Also, still going to throw this out there. I think Andrew Luck plays for the Indianapolis Colts next season. Um, just going to put that out there. That is that shocking. Is I've never heard that come out of your mouth I, until now. So. I, I think that is going to happen. And, Char, we need your pick for this game. All right. I believe Rudolph's going to gunsling it a lot. They have a good defense, but I think he's going to gunsling it to the Colts a couple times, too. Because <laughs> he looked reckless against the Dolphins. Like, Boy, still I, dazed from that I have still dazed. still dazed from that Baltimore hit. He just, it, like, he got bailed out, but he was playing the Dolphins on Monday. I am selling my Rudolph stock. Wait till December, red nose reindeer. The Colts are gonna win. <laughs> we got a consensus. Well, I bought Rudolph stock. Hopefully that was gifted to you. Um, so we all actually took the Colts there. Then so that's the first time we're all the same one. Consensus quake. And then Sunday night football. I am excited for this game. That is the New England Patriots traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Gives us another look at a um, our division. Rival Baltimore, who beat Seattle after we played them close and shot ourselves in the foot and lost. So I'm intrigued to see how they play New England. Char, we'll let you open this one up. Who do you have in the Patriots Ravens on Sunday Night Football? All right. The Ravens are a matchup that the Patriots seem to struggle with. It's on the road in prime time. Charm City's going to be a rockin'. I think Lamar's a running quarterback that. The Patriots, the, the, the Patriots just haven't been challenged with that variable yet. And I, I don't think they're going to be undefeated. I think something gives. I like the Ravens here in an upset this week. They always, the Patriots do always drop a game. They are good at that. Um, JB, what do you think in this game? Uh, going back to last week, uh, the Browns definitely exposed some holes in the Patriots. Do I mean, they ran all over. They did. Yeah, they Lamar ran can all. Run. Mark Ingram can run. That's the best yeah. rushing. That might be the yeah. best rushing offense in the NFL as as a, like the two man attack until Kareem Hunt's back for Cleveland. Um, so yeah, I think you're right there. Well, okay. Well, they they definitely destroyed them with the run game, and you you guys have said all the variables are there for an upset, but I'm still picking the Patriots. I, you just can't go against them. I get your arguments, but for me, it, it, if it's my money, I'm picking the Patriots every time until they lose. They're good, and you know Bill and Tom want to go undefeated and actually finish it um, after the mishap with the helmet catch in the Super Bowl against the Giants. So maybe this is their last hurrah. We've all heard about Brady maybe retiring. Um, so maybe he just wants to go get one last one. That defense is insane. But that being said, I am with Char, and I am taking Baltimore. 
and that awesome just rushing offense. Their defense is a little suspect, but I don't think this Patriots offense is as, as good as it's been before. It's good, but it's not great. So I'll take Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. Much as I hate the guy, I hate where he went to college. Um, he's our rival now. He's been a rival every time I've watched him. Hate the guy, but he's good. Um, so that is our top five games this week that we're that we're picking. We'll do that each week. We have a podcast. Um, now we'll go back to the Browns then. So we already talked about lock of the week. Well, okay, okay. We gotta talk our brownies uh, and then go right, back right, around right, the right, league. Right, right, all right. So where's that at? Six the center of the universe is Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, so anyways, we're going back as to the As far Browns. as our podcast is concerned. We're going back to the Browns for a little bit. Um, so we talked about Freddie. We all agree he needs to be, uh, stick around. For now, I know some people think that he needs to be fired. Those people are what I would call um, stupid. Um, <laughs> I would at least give him two years out. I know a lot of people say one year, but I'm giving him two. I like his play calling. I like the way he carries himself. Um, his attitude is perfect for Cleveland, him and Baker both. So we'll move on from that and go on to another controversial topic that is Odell Beckham Jr. Um, dropped a few passes, people lose their mind, shouldn't be on the one-handed stuff in practice, all that garbage. Should have played in the training camp stuff, stupid. Um, anyways, Char, your takes on OBJ. OBJ has, uh, he's he's one variable that's, that's probably been the most disappointing are the him and the line have been the two things this season that have angered me the most watching the browns because odell i thought would open this offense up and even when they've been cooking like i thought they could go another level and we just have not seen that yet even when they're clicking they've looked like what they have last year and i mean he pretty much has the same stats as jarvis landry which i guess is cool because they're best buds but Odell has much, is getting compensated much more than Jarvis and needs to be producing more. To be fair, I do think OBJ opens up Jarvis a lot. If you watch every game, they are bringing double coverage to him, and I am very ready for Hollywood Higgins to be back because if you bring double <laughs> coverage on Odell Beckham, that opens up Hollywood, and as we all know, that was Baker's favorite target last season. So he is healthy now, so he's going to get him back in that rotation now that we know he's not getting traded. Um, I think it's going to be a lot better once we get him in there, and I'm excited for that. Personally, love Aldo Beckham. I think he does a lot for us still. Disappointing a few catches, hard drops, I should say. Um, JB, your takes on Odell. Well, let's be real here. Aside from the drops, the only reason we are talking about this and the only reason it's controversial is because Odell is an enigma. He is a star player with a big personality, and... He's the most, not the most, but he's a very polarizing guy. And the second he does something wrong, the second he breathes wrong, people are going to be all over it. I get I get it. He's, you know, not lived up to what we thought he might be. But I think that's on the offense as a whole. It's not on Odell. I think Odell, um, I'm happy with him. I hope he sticks around. I know he wants to win bad, as we have heard with his Patriots comments. I was always going to be a Patriot, which, honestly, who wouldn't? That yeah. is a just machine. Um, I like the guy. I think he's going to keep getting better. You know he wants to win. Which is the biggest thing. I like him. I hope he doesn't become an issue. Um, I also have to go back and give Freddie props for that. Um, the team has struggled, has not lived high, and they seem to be sticking together. And I really like that. Um, I'm not giving up on Odell Beckham. I think he's great. <laughs> At the end of the day, you want number 13 on your team. I, yes, I do not want Odell to go anywhere. I hope we keep him. I hope we keep Jarvis. And I hope we keep Hollywood Higgins. 
Um, Callaway, I'm indifferent still. I'm not really sure about him. Um, so, yes. So can we bring up one other topic with OBJ post-game? It got a lot of press. The him and Brady cleat. How do we feel about that whole? I think it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's the go. <laughs> I mean, but sure. Baker was right there. To me, it looked like you that distracted boyfriend meme. When yeah, I mean, I think people are overhyping that. I mean, he has smirk on his face. You can get bad timing picture anytime you want. I don't think. I mean, Baker's, Baker knows he's I, not the goat. It's his second year and he's struggled. I think everybody knows Tom's the goat. That's fine. He it's his idol. Think how long Brady's been playing. And think how old Odell is. Odell watched him when he was growing up. He likes the guy. I liked it. I thought it was overplayed, awesome. Overplayed, overplayed story. Yeah, it's well, that's what happens with Cleveland. That's everything is overplayed with Cleveland this year. Got the spotlight on us for the first time. All these primetime games. Baker likes to talk. Odell likes to talk. Honestly, Freddie likes to talk. And I don't mind it, but they need to start backing up with wins quick. I do like that the attitude is there, though. That's that, you, 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 you don't do need start that winning. swagger to win. You you have to have the attitude first. It doesn't go the other way. You don't win and then develop the attitude. You have it from the get go, or you don't. And I've made this point on Twitter to a few people with our poll when we talked about Freddie. I mean, you gotta learn how to win as a franchise first, and we just don't know how to win yet. And that comes with winning. And the schedule, like we brought up earlier, is lined up to win. And once we start winning, honestly, if we sneak into those playoffs. I would not. Anything can happen. Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland's not a team you want to see. There's still a lot of talent. And if you think we've had everybody on the ropes, even the games we've gotten blown, like Tennessee game, that was a one-score game in the third quarter, and then it just blew up. Every game's been close, been in every game, should have won a lot of games, shot ourselves in the foot, learned how to win, clean that up. I like this team a lot. They can make some noise. Just get us to the playoffs. That's what we need, and I trust Freddie and the team. The team. Okay. So, Denver. Going to Denver this weekend. Joe Flacco is out. Um, Allen is in. He has never played a regular season snap, and he has thrown 11 preseason interceptions. So, is he related to Kyle Allen from uh, Carolina? Doubtful. I'm also not as good. So, wouldn't worry about that. This so, is the week I give you permission as fans to throw a little bit of a bigger fit than you might have if we don't come out and just beat their ass. This There is no excuse this week. None. It is currently Las Vegas has um, the Browns favored by three points. I think they cover that. Um, I think they're going to come out firing. They're pissed. We saw Baker's interview. Um, we're starting off after practice. Today is Wednesday. So it was today when you're hearing this. It would have been a couple days ago. Um, first of all, I love it. I love him going at Tony. Tony is an idiot. Um, Baker's the man. I don't know why they just try to get they just try to get Baker worked up and get him to say stupid stuff to divide the locker room. Our own media should not do that. They need to be booted out, and um, I will happily replace them. Um, it's time so that, just, that clown's not around anymore. I mean, I think everybody's tired of Tony and what's the other woman's name? Mary Jo, I believe. Everybody's just tired of them. They're, Mary they're stupid. Jay. They obviously they obviously just they don't they don't like Cleveland. It seems like so. Just get out. Just go back to the Tanny Bay Tony and just enjoy that. They're clearly the headline catchers who are trying to make a story out of nothing to stay relevant. So going back to Denver, though, we got a little off track with Tony's stupidity. Um, It is a three-point spread, so we need score predictions for this game in Denver and also an MVP. So we'll start with... Char, what is your prediction? What is the final score prediction? We'll start with that, and we'll go around and do MVP after. Okay. So my score prediction, I feel like in Denver, Denver, their offense 
will do nothing this game. I think the defense has been good. So I don't see Denver doing much of anything here. But Cleveland, I think this is a game they can open up. Like, yeah, they got Von Miller, and that D-line can look good in doses. But, I mean, the line should be improving if we keep seeing that. That's the cause of concern a little bit. But we just have so much more talent. I think Cleveland will make the plays. I'm seeing this game as being on the rowdier side. It's 27-10 is my prediction. Cleveland wins. 27-10. I like I hope. That can happen. Um, I'm going to even go bigger. I'm going to say the offense really clicks, and we're going to drop 38 on them, and we're going to hold them. I'm going to go 10 as well, 38-10. Browns and a blowout. Baker Mayfield gets hot. Nick Chubb runs all over another defense, as he has done every week. And I'm going to say this is a crazy stat. The Browns have only thrown one touchdown to a receiver this year. And it's OBJ on the slant. They took it to the house against the Jets. Everything else has been a tight end or a run. I'm going to say Baker Mayfield throws a touchdown to Odell Beckham Jr. as well as Jarvis Landry. So that's my prediction there. And, JB, what is your score prediction? Uh, well, first of all, what a great memory that was. The slant. The Odell to the house. Maybe other than beating, just, just beating the hell out of Baltimore, that might be the best memory of the season. Saying we do, those are the only two games that we have won. Well. Until this week. Until this week. Um, next, next second. Yeah, I think it's. I think we're gonna lay a whooping on them. Thirty-five uh, ten is what I think it's gonna be. I think the MVP, uh, Miles Garrett, he, he is gonna get after it out there um, against the first never, guy who's never played a snap in the NFL before. I think he's gonna be a deer in the headlights out there, and Miles is gonna have a day. Speaking of Miles, before we get Char and I's MVP pick, Miles. Garrett is the defensive player of the year. We just have to start winning games so he can get it or else they're not going to give it to him, which is unfortunate because he's the defensive player of the year. That dude's been an absolute monster. Um, he, didn't, he had one sack, one sack, I believe, against New England, which he should have had more. I don't know how his helmet magically popped off all game. That is suspicious to me. Um, no league with hands to the face, but that's fine. Moving on. Uh, my MVP is the man himself, Baker Mayfield. He's going to throw at least two touchdowns. He's going to throw over 250 yards, and the Browns are going to roll over Denver. Char, who is your MVP? My MVP is going to be Nick Chubb. With this game as big of a blowout as, it will, as we're all expecting it to be, that Nick Chubb is going to have himself probably 150 scrimmage yards, and I'll, I'll go with even a receiving touchdown from Baker. I like it. I mean, Nick Chubb is a very good pick. That dude has been phenomenal all season he has run over run all over everybody just to think about when we bring in kareem hunt's fresh legs to go back there with him give him a few breaks throw kareem in the slot that is a scary scary thought for defenses across the nfl and i'm excited to see it um so we have all our picks for that we all think the browns are going to roll um, nick chubb's gonna run all over him miles garrett's gonna have himself another day and baker mayfield is going to shine um, we're going to close out this episode with our three um, locks of the week for all you degenerates out there who want to gamble <laughs> just like we do. I will start with my I am taking my three picks. I'm taking the Colts as minus one at Pittsburgh. I think they're going to beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's bad. I know it's there. It's rowdy. I don't care. The Colts win by at least a, a full touchdown. Um, my other lock, obviously, is the Browns minus three at Denver because we're going to beat the breaks off of them. So that's just an easy one. And then my final lock of the week is Green Bay 
minus three and a half going to LA to take on the Chargers. Aaron Rodgers is phenomenal. One of the best just arms we've ever seen. And I think they're legit. Um, I like LaFleur. I like Rodgers. I think they are going to roll. Phillip Rivers, his time seems to be done. Um, Char, we will go with your three locks, and then we will go to JB. Before I get into my locks, I want to pile in on this Packers line is because they usually give you a three-point swing for the hometown bump, but it's at the Chargers. How much of that stadium is going to be cheeseheads? Well, I don't know if we saw, if you guys all saw the Pittsburgh game. That was a home game in L.A. <laughs> for Pittsburgh, which, to their credit, they have a fantastic fan base. But still, that was flat-out embarrassing for L.A. Um, it's going to be sad to see when they build that new mega stadium and nobody shows up. Well, yeah. also, there might be a lot of Packers fans there, but there's not going to be that many because the soccer stadium is... It's, it's a joke. It is a joke. That makes it easier to conquer the whole stadium, though, like, because Green Bay, like, everyone who has a great aunt in Wisconsin <laughs> likes the Packers. You're going to see a lot of cheese heads in there, and it's going to be embarrassing for them on national TV and so, not only on the field. <laughs> so your first pick, you are going with me with Green Bay. I am, yes. Are your other Green Bay locks? will be part of my lock. And then my other lock will be going to... Are we, are we going strictly pros or college? Uh, we can do whatever. I mean, gamblers like everything. They all, they all get college, all right. so you can go whatever you want. So I see one. There's not a lot of analysis in here, but K-State is playing at Kansas this weekend. So big rivalry game. K-State just beat Oklahoma, and they're only getting six points against lowly Kansas Jayhawks. But is that maybe why? Is that the hangover? <laughs> just pulled a big upset and actually play the Mad Hatter well, and a big rivalry. Uh, I don't know. That's interesting. It's, but, I mean, it's a rivalry. I, I think the rivalry game, like in-state rivalry, will prevent that hangover. I think Kansas State should win by at least two touchdowns. To me, it feels like free money that that spread is less than a touchdown. All right. Well, we got you two. What is your final lock of the week, Char? My third spread is actually going to be a road dog. I'm going bold because I just think the media is overvaluing the Oakland Raiders. So I am picking the Lions straight up as an underdog on the road to be my lock of the week. Because the Lions have looked like a really frisky team. Their losses so far, well, they're tied to the Cardinals, but their losses have been the Vikings on the road, the Packers. That was the rest, not the Packers. Don't get that one wrong. That, the officials in that. That was, they, that that was, was, that was a tough stripes. scene. We and all then, know that. And <laughs> then they lost to the Chiefs by four. Like, the Lions are yeah, a frisky team. I, I even think sleeper playoff team there in the NFC. They've, I mean, it's a Belichick guy on the sideline. Yeah, Patricia. Patricia. I mean, he's been around He's been around success. He, uh, he knows what he's doing. So that is his three locks of the week for Char. And now we are going to JB for his three locks of the week to close out episode one. Well, Char vultured the Lions from me. That was going to be one of my locks. Not my most confident lock, but I like what the Lions are doing. They The record obviously isn't indicative of the way that they've been playing. I think that, you know, like what Char and uh, Jared said. Is that, yeah, okay. Well, like what they said, um, they're getting robbed left and right. It's disgusting out there. And also the opening game mishap in Arizona. I think we can chalk that up to the first game. First game of the year. And I think the Lions are going to handle the Raiders. Yeah, and on the other end, too, I feel like the Raiders have overachieved to date. The fact that they're one game out of 500, I am beyond shocked. 
I agree. My uh, second lock will be Seattle minus six over Tampa Bay. Jameis once again made a meme of himself last week, and they're piling up. I mean, I have a collage in my phone of just Jameis Winston memes. It's getting ridiculous. The Seahawks, I like what they're doing a lot. I think they might be the best 6-2 and two football team in the NFL. Uh, and I think Russell takes care of business. The Bucks, uh, disgusting. Not gonna be, not gonna be a game. Uh, but my third lock, I'm going back to my boys in San Fran. They're playing the Cardinals. This is an easy one for me. Uh, it's gonna be a bloodbath. Uh, sorry, Kyler, you're gonna have the worst week of your life. Sorry, that's just how it's gonna mm-hmm. go. Go Niners. That's pretty much par for the course against yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. All right, well, there are our locks of the week. Um, that is our first episode of the Believeland Pod. Um, follow us on Twitter at Believeland Pod and subscribe to us here on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review. We'll be back next week um, to break down the Denver game, to preview the Buffalo game, and to just talk more about the top five. We'll pick five games again and we'll pick three more locks and we'll keep a running record and see who wins at the end of the year. Thank you for checking this out. Go Brownies.